It's been C on Griper, 718-339-6020. And to hear the talk again, 7850690999, extension 31. And the text, 347-927-8398. And for constructive criticism, for input... For donations, especially the text, is very urgent again. Also, we usually begin a little bit with safety, which is also urgent. We mentioned this time of the year, enforce your children to wear helmets. Just the other day, I saw someone flying by without a helmet, and it's concerns. It's a concern. Because it just takes a bump. Like last year, there was a bump, and the guy flew. And he had a helmet, and the whole cram- helmet was cracked, and his head was okay. It takes a little bump here and there to change a person's life. I know one went skiing, or went by a ski slope, and he, f- he fell. And unfortunately, he was paralyzed. Why should he go to a ski slope? I don't know. And then now he says, you know, I could have fell a foot this way, I would have broke my ribs. I, f- I fell a foot this way, now I'm paralyzed. So whatever is meant to be, meant to be, but it's important, please be careful. Bike riding, cars with children coming out, or running into the street with a ball, it's all we're a team. So I have to make sure we're a team. And someone uh, gave notice to me this morning, a certain boy, fortunately has leukemia, and they're in desperate need of money. It's a serious, serious thing. So the email is E-I-Z-Z-Y, and then it has 600,000 at Gmail. That's one, and a check could be ca- uh, sent to Congregation Adas Yeshurun, Y-E-S-H-U-R-U-N, 3050W, then T-O-U-H-Y Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60645. Make sure you put in the Izzy, the last name is Zundel, Z-U-N-D-E-L-L, dash Hill, and then 2014. He's the fellows, the fellows he needs, and this year his talk is dedicated for Yeshua's Rufus and Shalom B'nehem, and Shaduchim, we have to dive in. It's all about betochen. You press on the gas, but Hashem makes the gas move, the car move. This week was a little Olam Haba week. How? Many times things are sent a person's way and they're connected. Emily used to say when you're walking in the street, like life is like a big billboard, bulletin boards. You walk 
One way you see a posters, a big one, buy this, mortgage company, car. So our lives as you walk in the street, it's a big billboard. Each particular thing is talking to you. And the more we see that, the Rav said, become happy. This week I was listening to a certain tape, 596, coming closer to Hashem or Miller. It goes in certain why is it questions. Why is it? And it speaks about different in Yonam of the world that you walk around and you say, why is it? Because Hashem is it. There's no other way. And there I'm also mentioned this is the key to get to Olam Abba, to be happy, to see Hashem in this world, which Hashem is always there. And Ginsburg spoke in the Pasha dealing with Hashem saying the land is mine, which means it's Hashem's land. Our land over here in Eretz Yisrael, wherever you might be, is very temporary. It's only a prosda, a way to get to Olam Abba again. So again, I heard Olam Abba. And that's the Bunas Sefer started learning, Neshama, talking to the Seichel. Again, Olam Abba. Then I saw a certain CD or DVD of Yosef Misraki. And again, Life After Death. And so speaking about life after death. So I said, this week, there's a lot of talk about Olam Abba, the next world. So a person, really should say, you have to be a Ben Olam Abba in this world. You have to know you're a forever person. A forever person. Which means, like the social room says, it's uh, going to be the greatest delight. This whole setup here is a... Is the pros, does the corridors, the entrance room, is the smorgasbord before the banquet? Somebody other, the other side, there's a lot of accountability. You're accountable. So you have to see a person who's thinking a shtick a little bit about Olam Haba and what he thinks and what he says, what he does, he becomes a different individual. A different individual. So we're going to go a little step by step and eventually get, hopefully, to relationships and marriage. So the first thing, the Rav said, why is it when you walk in the street, you see men and women? And usually the birth rate is pretty close to 50-50. If it's 48 to 52, whatever it is, but it's very close. And yet, sheep is one to five. I mentioned why men and women that to propagate, to bring up children, you need father and mother. You need family. But sheep, you don't need family in that respect. So one male doesn't need a wife for every family. So one to five is sheep. And every species, whole planet Earth is the same way. It's perfect for the needs of continuing that species. Also with sheep, with 50-50, sheep would cost a lot more money. At one to five, you have a lot more wool. 
And again, it's the same with every species. So a person walks around, opens his or her eyes, and says, wait a second. We're one to one, and sheep are one to five. And every species is perfect like that. And that, the mammals, the cats, they have milk. So if everything was an accident from the beginning of time, so how did the whole thing get started anyway? So who said it should be milk the first time? Maybe it was tomato juice. Maybe it's sulfuric acid. Who knows? And kids would die, and eventually, 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 but how does everything continue? How does anything continue? And cats and cats, they have cats. Do they know? No. So what about cats and dogs? Why not? There's a whole species, a system that's happening. It's just mind-boggling. And then if you want to go to a person being born, this little, 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 so-called nothing almost. And in that information, but if it was an accident, but first should have grew, there should have been one arm, chas v'shalom. Maybe two arms, maybe one head. And eventually it became like the way it is. But that had to have certain milk. And the same animal had to have a, a feeling of hunger. And the food in the planet Earth had to be specifically made for that species. Because each food is different for each species. So if you look long enough, you see a Shem's right around the corner. Right around the corner. And if you want to go to your toes and your feet. Right? First, people didn't have feet. So how how did that happen? Eventually, the Romans were not feet and did. They had feet. Babies with feet. And all of a sudden, the feet are perfect. Why? Why? How? And the same with... Each part of your body, from your back, your shoulders, your neck, your eyes. Bird people had no eyes. And someone gave birth with people with eyes. With one eye, two eyes. Who said the eyes had to be in front of the head? <laughs> the whole thing doesn't make sense. And then it gives birth. And the birth eventually became normal people. And children, and each animal like that all over the planet Earth. And I'm not a scientist, and I don't know about proportions too much, but it's impossible. It makes no sense the whole Earth, how it exists. That's only among the animals. <clears throat> you walk in the street, <clears throat> a little seed be becomes a tree, becomes a fruit, seeds inside, told us in the Torah, seeds inside. I'm sure says something from Sefer Derech Hashem on this. Ramil spoke about this all the time too. That you can't just walk outside and look at the nice sky and the nice air, breathe the nice air in. You have to each day pick something specific. Say, I'm going to pick the leaves, the flowers, and the trees. Tomorrow I'm going to pick a tree. Next day I'll pick a cat. And each day, look at the intricacies of each species, of each plant, of each food, of a person. 
Each skin cell of a man is a man's skin cell. And each one of a woman is a woman's skin cell. Every part of a woman, the cell is supposed to be a woman's cell and a man's supposed to be a man's cell. It's just totally incredible. And there's only men and women. According to evolution, there should be men, women, and then another species, 75%, 35%, you know, 25%, another one, 40%, 6% men and women. Who knows what should be? What should be? <clears throat> so a person, <clears throat> you know, a person thinks, when he says modani in, in the morning and modim later on in the day, so I was thinking, my teeth today, sharp in the front and molars in the back. I really should say, put the moles in front so the food would like fall out of your mouth. No, the beginning chops it, cuts it, and then it in the back of the mouth chops it. <laughs> and it goes on and on for every part of your body, for every part of animal bodies, for every plant, and the oxygen, the nitrogen, from the oxygen in the air. That has to be, have to be perfect. If it's not perfect, a person can't breathe. There'd be no air. It has to be perfect, perfect for every person. So the more we see and look at the miracles of life, so Shem is right here. Shem is right here. We have to go over and over and have time during our day to meditate, to walk and think. And the Rebbe said on this kind of thinking, I didn't mention about Betachin, didn't mention about Amuna. <clears throat> The Rav mentioned you're going to be happy and become happy. And we need Menuchas and Nefesh walks. It's the body, the way we eat, the way we sleep, and all the different things going on. And the cell phones, you get a call, don't get a call, emotions go up and down all day. The only way to survive is a walk, a thinking, to see the real world, use your seichel. To look, wait a second, look what a beautiful world, look what goes on out there. And you can start from your own miracle life too. Years ago and now, having a place to live, having panasa, having food, yantus, shabbases. <clears throat> Always stressed with money, but for some reason we're still here. Dress nicely also. Our lives are major, major, major miracles. That's only a beginning. And with that also, being in a neighborhood <clears throat> that's safe. Miller also, when he spoke about the miracles of the world, so I go, you can move the Karasat Tov. All this is for our benefit, for our benefit. That you see and you hear and you talk and then you have to go, I have a place to live and have safe streets and have nice people around and have shoes and yeshivas and... There's so many good things, grocery stores. A little boy, when he was growing up, <clears throat> they were talking about the Midbar on a Pasha's desert. So there was no, month came down, there was no food. One boy popped up at the Shabbos table, parent told me, let's go to Middleman's, let's go to grocery store. What do we have to worry about food for? So that's what we have, everybody. We have food. It all should make us marvel at the miracle of life and marvel and more we get into, get something under your belt. Review, review, review. 
protem, protem, little, little things, details. And you'll walk around a little bit, little by little each day, our clarity of mind. <clears throat> then, mention, we'll move on, we might come back to this later. There's so much to talk about. This tape 596 is wonderful. There's so many... Mentioned Yosef Misraki, Rabbi Yosef Misraki. There's recent tapes and DVDs on him. There's so much to show. There's Bore Olam in every prat. You think, think, think into it every day. So Blazer spoke about the land is mine in the Pasha. Hashem said, You're only a traveler here, a sojourner here. Gerim. Just trying to show us that Hashem is the boss. And that plays to emphasize this Olam Haba. This is a dwelling we just see, utilize this world to get closer to Hashem, to realize there's an Olam Haba. An Olam Haba, he said, <coughs> I believe he said his grandfather, Cheskel Lemmerstein, once had a bacher, older bacher who came for a bracher for getting a shidach. And the. <coughs> Bichesel uh, knew the the boy. He says, "I should worry about your shaduchim as much as, as much as I worry and think about olam haba." Ramillas, <clears throat> once as a relative, I met outside of a certain shul. The relative says, "I have to tell you something amazing about Zayda Ramilla, being with him all the time, a lot." To my grandfather, from being inside the shul, to opening up the door, to go out outside the shul, is like walking from this world to the next world. There was the clarity of mind of Olam Haba. It's clear as can be, clear as can be. And you'll see how this has a multi-multi effect on our emotions, a multi-effect on our thoughts and our actions and our mind. It's the idea <clears throat> the Torah constantly speaks and gives hints of being buried with our fathers. It's another hint at Olam Haba. <clears throat> so the afterlife is a reality. And we have to learn about it, hear about it, think about it. We mentioned that one way is to look at the miracles of the world. <clears throat> And the second way is for our Torah. Hashem says, land is mine to me, it's mine. And you utilize this, learn to become, utilize the land to become closer to Hashem. And this forum, Tulshashorim, Astavunos, dealing with, again, this world being a vestibule, going to the ultimate, the light, and the Shema, which is in us. Without an neshama, a person passes, the same body looks the same. But neshama makes it real, makes it alive. What is this all about? So also, this week, <clears throat> so certain, I guess it's called a DVD, I don't know too much about this stuff. I've been Miss Rocky, about life after death. And wanted to show scientifically as well as in the Torah, how there's life after death. 
So first spoke about that people who are clinically dead, so-called, and from period of time, and hundreds and thousands and thousands of reports like this. Everyone who's had someone pass from this world, it's almost you. You always hear the same thing. They they felt they were being welcomed, or they started talking to someone. And he so said that there were thousands, thousands of reports that when the passing came, the first thing they saw was a light, bright light. These are people from different backgrounds, religious, not religious, top to bottom, 10 years old, uh, 50 years old, to person with good midos, person with, ah, with terrible midos, everybody. What's going to happen after the bright light? It's another story. But they saw a bright light. Everyone also says a similar thing. There's a certain, certain person leaves the body. I said one story, a blind person who became blind years ago when he left his body was able to see the surgery, see the room where the surgery was being taken. And he looked and he saw colors again. Then when he came back into the body again, so-called, he didn't see colors. A person told, he told a story they never saw, was born without sight when he became clinically dead. Same thing, out of the body experience. Saw the bright light, and then looked around and saw colors. A person didn't know what a color was. And again, when he came, when he came back, he was able to express and explain colors. That makes sense to you. It's a pretty incredible thing. The point is, and the Torah tells us, the first thing a person sees when they leave the body is a bright light. And of course, there's going to be accountability and good deeds and not good deeds, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a reality. There's a bright light. Person was in the back seat of a car and crashed, and he saw his body go like right out from the back seat. He saw his to go out of his body. So it is a reality that people have experienced, which means there's a bright light. There's a world to come for everybody. As we know, it's what we make of it is what the world will come will be. Another experienced, <clears throat> he mentioned, he mentioned about Shoal, Shmulanovi, how being able to speak to the to the dead, that's something beyond my thinking. But Igmore says it, the Rambam also hints on how to do it. And their experiences where we have heard, they call a seance, where they have done certain things and able to somehow communicate. Some can be totally made up, but there is some reality to many of it. Another, they call reincarnation. And there are many stories of little boys talking and telling about places 
far away, 50 years ago, and people who they were, and when it's retraced, it's real. I told the story of a boy who was a, his father's grandfather, and so-called in the past life, and he was able to explain everything at age like two, two to two, three years old. There's a lot going on around us. I don't tell you the first time I heard a lot of this stuff. I'm not really involved in this stuff at all. But there's such a thing. And then hypnosis, uh, hypnosis as Maraki spoke about, also. People can go into the mind and the mind can tell things from 50 years ago. And some people are able to go back even before uh, he or she was born and be accurate. Everything that comes across your mind is forever and ever. I think it was Rav told the story once. There was a <clears throat> woman, older woman, had a operation in the brain. And at one point, touches as they were operating, the doctor touched a certain nerve and she started singing an opera. Then, when she woke up, it was a successful experience. Successful surgery, she's healthy. So he said, how'd you know this certain symphony, this certain uh, Italian opera? Well, I don't even know. She had no idea. She never went to the opera. So he traced, traced back when she was five years old. They, they found out and she remembered somehow. She was walking by a park and they had one of these park singers and they were singing opera so it's like 50, 60 years ago, it was still in her brain, something that she didn't concentrate on at all. And through hypnosis, people have gone into the brain and seen certain things that were in the past, before his or her time. We know Torah, the Arizal, the Re, Avital, so many stories about the able to know, even from Iraq, and a plant, and other things dealing again, reincarnation and other issues. So the point of the matter is not to get so deep into the study here, but again, there is life after death. Even scientifically, there's records and records and records. Again, it could be totally made up stories. Some of them could be made up, that's for sure. You see over and over again the bright light, the out-of-the-body experience, the child talking about a past that he never lived in, and his body, and other incidents. So a person has to know that <clears throat> there is a life after death. And that to us it's Olam Haba. It's Olam Haba. So that's the preface. The person has to know you're a Ben Olamaba, a Bas Olamaba, you live forever and ever. And now, <clears throat> the journey of <clears throat> when you've been Olamaba, we have to try to think, say, talk, and act properly. Because everything is recorded. If it's in our mind, 
forever. It's definitely in the Creator's mind forever. <clears throat> so it's very important to get so-called get into the program. And what we feel and think and for hurt or confused, we have to grow. But we have to, we're here for a major purpose, everybody. It's forever deal. So as we deal a little bit, for example, any of the money, uh, the dealing with issues with husband and wife and also relationship, different relationships is many times we're not doing what we should be doing. And if the person gets into his head and her head, Ben and then I have direct any direction in what I do, what I say, how I live, things could be different. Is something now to hear before you get married, when you're married, and how to continue marriage a successful way. People can turn around almost at any time. Very interesting. I heard a story <clears throat> that today a certain father was telling me that they diagnose children. They diagnose, a lot of things go on, and unfortunately people are put aside in a negative light because of that. So a certain person told me a story, incredible. So the seven year, seventh grade boy in school, and he was in trouble a lot. So the school had him checked out, evaluated by the Board of Education. It's in Texas, I heard. And after the evaluation, they looked at it, and they were ready to send the results. But then the father of this seventh grader got a job out of town. So the whole family moved. So they never knew about the valuation. And the boy went to a new school. It could be L.A., wherever it was. And in the new school, the boy decided, they don't know me here. I'm going to start fresh. And I've seen this. When a person can start fresh and he says, wait, it's pretty good. I'm not getting in trouble now. People are not yelling at me. People don't think I'm not smart. A whole big thing happens. I'm just going to change. That's it. Some of the people might not recognize it right away. but So he went out of town and he became a new boy and he did very, very well. Learning, steiging, and eventually his father became involved in oil when they became pretty rich and the boy took over the business. And the boy was a smart boy. And he was learning and working and he had a millionaire. So he decided, let me check out that evaluation. Let me go back and check out. So he went to Texas and he said, no, we can't give it out or we can't find it. So we probably took out some money. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll look. And they found it. If you're in your car... Slow down if you can. If you're at home, just hold on to something. So they got the evaluation. True story. They opened it up. The first thing was that this young boy is on 
the borderline of retardation. They p second was another comment concerning his IQ and just the boy was just also a loser. And the third statement, there might have been a lot more, but said he's also on the borderline, borderline of being institutionalized. Can you imagine? He looked at it. This man's a multi-successful man in business, at home, learning. So that's why a person has to know what you've been doing all these years. Could be you evaluate yourself wrong. Getting too involved in certain situations, emotions, and you don't like you keep doing it again. So a person can step back at any time and say, wait a second, let me start anew. Let me reevaluate. Because some people say, yeah, I'm always angry. Some people say, I'm always nervous. Some people say, I'm too tired. Some people too lazy. I, we have all different reasons. If not, they're in our head and it, it stops us. But no. Just like today, everything is a title. Don't give yourself a title. I know a person, she gives herself a title and born like this. I think, unfortunately, they medicated her too much. Everything depends on everybody else. Smart person. But she's stuck in the first part. They gave her titles, title, titles. But you see, I have this. I was born like this. I've seen this person clean, do things beyond, beyond, beyond. So it's important we can say, since we're speaking about Olam Abba, and since we're speaking about eternity, so let's leave our diagnosis, evaluation of the past aside, and let's think about how to begin anew. <clears throat> I'll tell you a story about anew. I got a call from out of town. In person, I guess, heard the, the talk on the radio. He said, I want I want you to talk to my cousin. He said, I'm 16 years married. I have wife, wife one's out. She can't take it. But she said, she'll speak to you once. Okay. So she called. And she started saying, over the years, he's not, he hasn't been working. Keep that in mind. I'm going to give you three major categories. Not working. On and off, on and off, on and off. Man can't be flimsy in that department. Second thing is his Torah. Gets up late, learns, doesn't learn. His, his influence with the family is, is minimal. Third thing, that myself there's no attention we're talking about a second attention appreciation affection I don't he's, he's always running this and that so I'm listening and she says continues five rabbis say it's all over 
Therapists say it's terrible. Agencies are giving me money already for tuitions for next year. And to buy a car. People on the street tell me, what are you doing with this guy? So I'm listening to her. <laughs> I said, okay. And then he called back later. So what do you think? I I don't know. Kriyashamsuf. I don't know. Doing a miracle. I didn't understand exactly what he thought. I said to him the following. I could only tell you what I had been advised over the years by Miller, Abrag, and other Sadiqim in the area of Shalom Benahem. You have to be practical. Man has to do what a man has to do. So I told him it's Thursday night. You do work in the house a little more than usual. A lot more than usual, what I'm hearing. You first clean. And what happened was the person who called before to put him on the phone said he, he, he went came, he saw him on his hands and knees. I said, make sure you clean the kitchen, clean the sink. Your wife's going to go to work in the morning or go to cook in the morning. Let her see you thought about her. You do something special at Thursday night. I know, guys, it's worth spending Thursday nights or... If you can, some, one, stay up a little later, 12, 1 o'clock, and do a little extra. It will be tremendous. Then I told him, plan a little something for Shabbos, a little Torah, something to give over. Be excited and have a whole plan of singing and questions and make it plan. Set, set. The learning should be set. This is something important. Three. I told them. Each part of the family, each son, daughter, kisses, kisses, hugs, hugs, learn a little bit, walks with them, whatever it is, make their Shabbos. These are the children. No matter what you feel, you're the papa. You have to be there. Be there. Next thing I mentioned, you have a job. Oh, here I go. Here. I go, no, you got to start working. Get eight hours in there. You got to push, push. No baloney. Again, people in cola have their other ways, but you have to be a go-getter. You can't just expect things to be given to you. You have to be a go-getter in life. And the last thing was, Simon says, yes, yeah, sure. You come home. You give your wife a little encouragement. And yes, yeah, sure, go up. Go to the basement, get the laundry, go to the store. Yes, sure. Simon says, says yes. Everything, everything, everything. When a wife has a husband what to do with, not because she's being a boss. Because a wife has four arms. She's saying, you and I are together. She can't tell you I love you more. Because her arms and your arms are the same. Your arms can reach higher. Please get this. Your arms can do what she could do. If you forget the milk at the store, she gets angry. Why? She wouldn't forget the milk. She'll ask you for something she can get because four arms, four arms. But then your arms do it, my arms do it. Your legs do it, my legs do it. It's a whole different way of thinking, everybody. So, yes, sure. Practice, practice, practice. And you, oh, I'll be a schmat. No, no, no. If the man comes home steady. He's the ob, he's the father, he's the king. And the king of the Dovin and Mel listens to everyone's problems. Listen, everyone's yelling. He's always ready to help everybody. But he comes home with the right hashpah. 
in the Torah ideals. He doesn't force it down anyone's throat. He lives it. He talks about it. Makes everyone happy with it. Everything will go your way. And you have Rebbeim, then it will go the way you want it to go. So I told him this, and he listened to me. He said, don't tell your wife, just just do it. I got a call later again from the wife, what did you tell my husband? I said, there's no way, no way, it's not going to work, not possible. So she called me on Sunday. She said it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was the best Shabbos I ever had. What am I going to tell the rabbis? What am I going to tell the therapists? What am I going to tell the agencies? So I said, don't worry, let me think about it. Call me tomorrow. She called the next day. Also, wow, it was unbelievable. I told her this is not a makeup one day deal here. This is what a man has to do. And I called him every few days. This is what the man has to do. And I got a call in three weeks. She complained that he's working eight hours a day, comes and helps. He's with the, he's with the children, but doesn't have a chance to learn Torah. So he said, we'll get a share on Shabbos. But the point of the matter is when you're a Ben Olam Haba, a person can say, okay, what do I have to do? And for a man, it's working, being someone that he has to make sure Wife is secure in the area. Even Cole, he has to make sure. And, and we'll, say in a, we'll say in a second again, attention, appreciation, affection. Simon says. And make sure, Torah, Torah, Torah. Don't be late in the morning. Women get discouraged. So a man can actually change his diagnosis and become a man little by little. And same with a lady. Lady has her way also. For example, I got a call. 10, 11 years married. I can't take. He comes home, goes to the computer. He runs out. No help, etc., etc. So I didn't know him. He's not going to listen to me so fast. So I just told her. When he comes home, first 50 minutes or a half hour, give him that space. Make a nice spread for him. You can look nice, smell what you want. And make sure this is saying, I honor you. I respect your day. That you, what you did, you work, you learn. I respect it. I look up to it. And that will show tremendous things. Her lady. Of course, she also has to be someone who's energetic too to try to clean. She knows he likes, a, you know, a clean house, and she, but her cleaning is very difficult. So one thing he has to know that. So he has to know that too. But if she tries, piece of the kitchen table, whatever it is, but she comes in and she does her work. And she gives him, again, that attention, appreciation, affection. Attention that has attention, appreciation. You worked, you learned today, affection. So I told her this. The next day, was I remember, it was Thursday also. Ten minutes before I left the shul, she called me. Work like magic. Unbelievable. He came home. 
He was calm. He stayed with me. Didn't go on a computer. Spoke with the children. Went out to learn. Came back a little earlier. And it was a whole new thing. And then, then we spoke about the week after how to do certain things. But there's ways. There's ways to diagnose oneself. I do get angry too fast. And the truth of the matter is even that we have all the reasons in the world to get angry. But see, a lot of anger, I once told the story, has to do with us. I told the story, a boy gets up in the morning, most say he's 20, 21, bathroom's being occupied, puts on pants wrinkled, runs to school, yeshiva, he goes, bus passes him by, pours, passes water on his pants, he's late, rabbi says, no good, detention, whatever it is, and that was going to go well. He had a shidduch date. Didn't work out. Goes home. Little brother squirts him with a water gun. He's angry. Another scenario. Gets up. Bathroom's his. Press press suit. Bus is right there. Compliments of school. He's getting married soon. Comes home happy, happy. The little brother squirts him with a water gun. Plays with him. So with our relationship with our mate and others... It's important to try to re-diagnose ourselves. And with that, there's another thing. So if we can get into a good, positive mood, we just started earlier in the talk here, seeing Hashem in the world, and the Bria, and the animals, and everything. There's a Kaddish Baruch in the world. Another thing, Kaddish Tov. Look at yourself 30 years ago, and now, and now, and now. 20, 10 years ago, look what you have, you have, you have. The opportunities you have. And as we see this, <clears throat> so sometimes this is a deal with the commandments, but with this, a person has to say lecharav. It's so urgent. Most of the problems in marriage, yeah, most, but he's trying to put his square into her circle, and he's she's trying to put her, her square into his circle, and. And some of these uh, things, obligations of a man or woman not being fulfilled could begin at the attention, attention, appreciation, affection. So urgent. Men and women should have little letters in the morning, love a nice phone call during the day. When you come home sometime together, one night a week if you can take a little walk or sit down together. Attention, attention, attention. Appreciation, appreciation. Chizuk with appreciation. And, uh, and affection, affection, affection. Warmth to each other. And, but with this, that a couple, any age, everybody, to sit down, and one who's sensitive to both sides, especially to the woman's side, especially to the woman's side, is very crucial. Most of the time, the woman's home, woman's working, being, if she has that support from a rov who's listening, most of the time, a man, like I mentioned, he can do certain things to really ch- change the day. And some things, some things you can't change. Some things your wife spends too much money or too little money, eats too much, sleeps too much, clean, not clean. And the women are the same with the man. But I say, look, Rav, to go over, you'll see the decision after a while. You're not sure. Speak to the Rav. 
You'll see after a while, I'll say, you let her decide on the dishes, let her decide on this, let her decide on that. And then you'll see what schools they go to and who they marry and hashkafah that they have will all be according to the Messorah. It's crucial to say, look, everybody, everybody, we all, especially today's day and age with the inner immediate satisfaction and up and down to cell phone, texting, emails, all day we're not thinking except we're going up and down with the emotions of getting called, not getting the call, not getting the responses. So with all this, say Lakharav is so urgent. I can't say it enough. It will help, help, help. You're still gonna have everyday difficulties and and you're gonna have to work and struggle and not nefesh to bring families and and even you're not married yet, and the struggles there, and the school struggles, and regions, and going down, everyone up and down. Pesach gives you at least the main in Yonam, the main direction is being steady. You can tell the man what to do. Make the family accountable. It's important, and we can create it again. So this is important. As soon as you know there's a rub, we've mentioned so many times, the no tension zone in the house. Come in, husband comes in, the first thing you should think of, is a compliment to the wife. If she can do the same to him, children the same to parents, parents the same to children, as much as possible. Encouragement, the good things, the positive things they're doing, standing up, sitting down, clean table, <clears throat> whatever it is. Second thing you mentioned, Simon says, yes, sure. Get into the yes, sure. Into the yes, sure. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. Each party who can say yes first, and you'll see over things, over things, the pilpul, the discussions over things are just not necessary. We're not thinking. We're not, the Ben Olamabar, the Bas Olamabar is just not there. If you know everything you say, is, is this is a forever deal. Am I going to talk, argue about this? And the last thing with the no tension zone is to validate. First thing, whatever you made, the children, father, parents, any, I hear what you're saying. I hear your point. And you have to agree. You, got, you want to hear it. You want to hear. To validate the makshav is so urgent. It's such an urgent thing. And then I was going to talk about Ten Commandments, but there's limited time already. I was talking about one of them thing. Be loyal. <clears throat> See, if you got everything else that we said, a man and woman doing what they're supposed to do, and you're a Ben Bess, about Solomon, but and you have a rove. So then be loyal. Ramilla Seller, thick and thin, be loyal. Everybody outside. They complain. She's not nice. She's not neat. No, my Sarala, she She's, she's the best wife. She's always doing the best she can. It's up to me to help in that area. She's so busy. And you talk good about your wife to everyone, expect, especially your parents. It's a big problem. Not a big problem, a little problem, but it's a problem. Never tell your parents anything negative about your mate. Because every if it's once a week, all of a sudden it's four times a month, and then a year is like 50 times, and the parents see the son or daughter-in-law as a monster. You just created a, a monster. Never, never, never 
And sons, the boys don't tell your papa. I know a certain son was telling his son everything, and all of a sudden the father texts the email back, and the daughter-in-law saw it. Wasn't so nice. So be loyal through thick and thin, ups and downs. It's not supposed to be a Romeo and Juliet or have their life. But you build your love together, you're with each other. And again, we get down to what a man has to do, a woman has to do, and you have a rub to help and institute and push and get the right ash. Adraka, Adraka. It's an incredible thing. Being loyal, loyal. Stories of telling negative things to the parents where ready to go and come home and get take their children back. One was to South Africa, one was to from Israel to America. And if they just didn't do that, but again, we have to have the foundations. You have to have the foundations to try to make sure you're loyal to your mate. You encourage your mate. Everybody else say good things. My husband is the best rabbi. He's the best worker. He's a hard worker. Always trying. Children, he's excellent. I say it to everybody. My wife, good cook. She works hard. She's a, the epitome of a Asia's child. Loyal, 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 loyal to the whole world. Any complaints about your wife and husband? Again, a sailor You'll see it'll be a whole different life. You'll work. And from the beginning or starting now, you can be re-diagnosed. You can start a new trend, a new life. A Ben Olamabal life. So, Baruch Hashem, we're getting close to Shavuos now, Shavuot. we got to get excited. We're counting the Omer again to get closer, closer to Hashem. Look at the miracles of the world. In the scientific proofs, Hashem is right here. We've been Olam Haba, been Olam Haba, which means a man has to do what a man has to do, a woman has to do what a woman has to do. There's a lot of flexible things on the side. With that you'll see. You get a no tension zone. Chizuk. Simon says you're sure and validate. And AAA, attention, appreciation, and affection. Letters, notes, rekindle, walks, talks. We'll see tremendous progress, tremendous progress. Rediagnose. Recalculate. Change your blessings over there. Slocha Brocha. This has been Sion Gray for 718-339-6020. They hit a talk again, 718-506-9099, extension 31. And to text 347-927-8398. To text donations. To text com- comments. And we should hope that a little talk what we learn, how we grow, should be Neschus of Yeshua for Fuz. Neschus of Yeshua for Fuz. Neschus of Yeshua for Fuz. Neschus of Yeshua for Fuz.